Save big this summer with great deals, all in the Kroger app. Get red, green, or black juicy seedless grapes for $1.88 per pound with your card and a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free delicious 12-packs of Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. Uh, this is Radio Free Cybertron. Usually in this spot is Brian Kilby. Uh, Brian was once again not able to be with us tonight because of uh, personal uh, personal reasons going on. Uh, but he should be back next week to transform our podcast into an adventure. I don't know. I kind of lost where I was going with that halfway through. Um, hi, Don. I'm your kitchen this week. <laughs> Don seems to be speechless. No, I'm giving a lot of uh, jittering. So I'm thinking if, if I take off my video between now and what we got this week, will that cause a problem? Define jittering. I'm you're, hearing it too, Don. I think it's XP, not us. Oh, okay. Because yeah, you're yeah, probably me. Yeah, you're stuttering really bad on stuff. Well, it, that, it's fine well, on my side, uh, Chris. Good. Well, that's what matters because that's what's going on, on the stream. Um. Yeah. Hopefully that'll smooth out. Uh, so Diecast is here running stream for us once again. Hey, everybody. And we've got Matt until uh, the tornado comes and blows him to Oz. We can hope. <laughs> yeah. And of Oz course, we probably have has better. Oz probably has better toy stores. Or and internet. Internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need a trip to Oz. Hi, Rob. Maybe. Well, Rob, if you're uh, saying anything, we can't hear you. Are, are we having muting problems or push to talk issues or... Has your computer forgotten that it has the microphone? I mean, I'm pretty sure Rob's here. He's he's on the participant list, and it shows him recording the call. So that we can he was here during pre-show uh, podcast stuff. Uh, he, he was. Says, um, he says it's not, not working. Well, that's uh, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> he hey, he uh, was having computer issues the other the yeah, other week. Who, who was it that said what about five minutes ago? Well, we're still, you know, a show that goes out on the internet, so like whether you can hear it or not. Well, we'll always have the YouTube audio, hopefully. No, I assume if Rob can hear us, the recording will be working fine. Um, hopefully, Rob can get his uh, microphone thing going because that'd be kind of unfortunate otherwise. Especially since the uh, the first thing I wanted to mention was that it's birthday week here on RFC. Uh, so Don just celebrated a birthday yesterday. Uh, what are you now? 118? Uh, don't tell anyone. You know, uh, I'm not. I'm not that old. Although I did get this really nice birthday card from a guy named Methuselah, so that was nice. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I turned uh, 52 yesterday. 9:15 in the morning, I turned uh, 52. Damn. When did you turn 50? I don't even remember that. A few years ago. 
I mean, yes, according to the principles of math, he would have turned 52 years ago, but still don't remember that actually happening. I, I feel like we would have made a really big deal about that because you were officially extremely old at that point. I think, actually, if I remember correctly, we were out of town that night at a Brazilian steakhouse down in Greensboro, so I wasn't actually old. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I think I think that's where we were uh, when I turned 50, because uh, Christy wanted to make it, uh, make it a special deal, and it's like, I, I'm okay. I mean, I can't think of a better way to spend a 50th birthday than a Brazilian steakhouse. Having had the experience in Louisville in 2016, like, that was amazing. I'd love to do that again. I don't know that I necessarily want to go to Louisville again, but like the Brazilian Steakhouse, yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's technically you're not horribly far from me. I mean, you're not. I mean, <laughs> I'm you're closer not, to Louisville, Don. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a just, lot. Yeah, I just a keep lot. like I said. Like I said, I keep forgetting how long your state is. It's like okay, so like it takes me um, where Brian used to live. It took me ten hours to drive from my house to his house if I didn't get in a car accident and have to sit for two hours to uh, deal with the police uh, then afterward. Um, it also that, takes me 10 hours to get from my house to your house. Thank you for coming and picking me up a couple times to do stupid things. Uh, the stupidest of which, of course, was Jokon. But, uh, <laughs> Don, I'm pretty sure it would take me even longer to drive to you then, because I would still be taking most of the same route that I would take to Brian, but then I'd be turning north at the end of that instead of turning south. Like, yeah, there might be a well, slightly more direct way to go, but I think it would still take longer than driving to Brian. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's you know, you know, once we it's, get, it's you far. know... Yeah, well, you know, once we get the uh, the Cybernet, what was it that they used in RID 2001? The, well, that, uh, they did, that was just the space bridge and the dub. In uh, yeah. Car Robots, it was the Cybertron network, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, you know... And, you know, since the Cybertron network was just tunnels through the planet, like you still had to drive a straight line distance. It just, you know, you didn't have to drive around the curvature of the earth. You, you could shave a little bit of time off theoretically, but it wasn't, it wouldn't be that much faster for this purpose. So, you know, now if it was a space bridge and we could just, you know, fold space and make the distances not really be there anymore, that would help. But a road through the inside of the planet probably wouldn't really cut much travel time off. And probably incredibly more boring. And, and kind of uh, yeah, probably probably a bit, probably a bit. Uh, it's also going to be Rob's birthday uh, tomorrow. I will be forty three. See, happy birthday. See, I was going to say you. that you would be turning double seventy nine. <laughs> I have no Rob, idea why changing USB uh, uh, ports made my microphone work, but I exist. I'm glad you're back. Um, Thank you. So, probably, you, so probably, you unplugged it and plugged it back in. Awesome. Several times. <laughs> Perhaps uh, that installation of Windows is developing a personality. Uh, something's developing a personality, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess after bed and chair, the next step down will be desk or desk computer. I mean, maybe a desk also. Like you know, I may as well at this point. Over, yeah, right. The desk would probably be the cheapest thing out of all of that. Yeah, I would assume. You know, they, they make coffee tables at our aquariums. They need to make desks that are computers where everything is built into the desk and you just, mean, just, just people like a do that as People do that as DIY projects. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't fail shop class like I did, so the more power to <laughs> them. I bet you if you look around, there is somebody out there, like, you know, a, a small, like, garage outfit, probably building desk computer cases that you can put your uh, computer hardware in. 
like you know the for someone who's actually good at woodworking and all that like that wouldn't be that much of a project to do and i'm there would be a market for people who want their like minimalist office appearance i know i'm i made a high d in high in high school shop i, I passed with uh I know because you sand it against the grain. Yeah, I sand it against the grain. Yeah, I mean it's a wood. You sand wood. I didn't realize it was a a way that you sanded wood. You know, no one told me that. You know, I mean, one would think that's the purpose of shop class was to teach you. You know, you sand in this direction, not this direction. Well, I think yeah. by that point he had already given up on me because I just wasn't grasping any of the concepts or maybe, anything. Don, it, maybe Don. It's sort of like y'all with computers and me. It's just some things that I just don't grasp. Maybe you had a bad shop teacher who, like, you know, decided to skip over the basics because he assumed everybody should know that, Mm -hmm. not realizing that some people aren't going to know that. Yep. I just know whenever I brought a project home, my dad just sort of looked at it and sighed and sort of just patted me on the back and walked away. So it's, it's fine. He knew you were destined to be a business major. Uh, anyway, circling back around, uh, happy birthday tomorrow, Rob. Thank you. As Rob and I were kind of uh, roundabout discussing over the last few days, Rob is, in fact, as old as Gundam is, which, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's an interesting way to denote one's birthday. Yes. And it's also amusing just because that's a lot of uh, how you uh, make your living now is with Gundam-related things. Mm-hmm. So, really, you were literally just born into it. Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, so also coming up this week, uh, Hasbro is going to be doing a Transformers live stream on the 23rd, which is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Rob. <laughs> and then um, on the 24th, Target is going to be launching pre-orders for one or more Transformers products for their summer geek out event, which means a pre-order will go up. All the bots will swarm on it and you'll never get a chance to order it. Um, the insiders are telling us that we should expect Project Yellow to be announced and revealed um, as part of this. Uh, so follow tfradio.net slash news for more coverage on these events once they open. Of course, they were scheduled to have after this week's podcast because that's just how the news cycle works. We can't have you know major breaking things before the show when we can talk about it in a timely manner. It's just going to be you know fodder for next week after everybody's talked about it. But it's been that way for like almost all the years RFC has been back. So what are you going to do? Uh, with that, I guess let's jump into the news for this week. Uh, so I put this one up first because I wanted to uh, get Diecast's uh, thoughts on this. Uh, Funko has announced one of their SDCC exclusives, uh, which is going to be shared with GameStop in the U.S., so it should be easy enough to get uh, a Funko Ooh. Jumbo Unicron. It's stupid, and I want it. <laughs> <laughs> it is stupid, and I figured you'd want it. Uh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> You know, we we at this point, I think we need a, tr- a shirt that says it's stupid, but uh, but I want it on one side and I hate it, but I'm going to buy it on the other. Yes, <laughs> and and to make people even matter, if you want to, you could say they never said they were going to do that, they, or they said they were never going to do the Haslab Unicron again, and and gosh darn it, that's that's the Haslab Unicron. It's not, it's not exactly the same, but you, you can tell it's definitely styled after the Haslab Unicron. Yeah. yeah, and I like the fact that they're using the album Transformers font there in the corner, like that's an album cover because that's the Transformers font from the LP release of the soundtrack. Huh. I did not know that. <laughs> when does this go on sale? If I can get it at uh, GameStop, because I'm going to have to make sure I do that. I don't 
think an on-sale date for that has been announced yet. Um, this was posted without the GameStop info, and then a follow-up was explaining where the exclusives would be uh, shared to for retail. Okay, yeah, uh, that's why one, I didn't know about presumes, GameStop. One presumes sometime after FDCC. Can't believe I'm going to have to buy another pop. Dacash, you don't have to buy it. It's well, ugly, it's horrible, it's a pop. Just don't buy it. It's not it look look at it. It's it is, yes, <laughs> I am looking at it. It's horrible. Do it's not, not waste your money. <laughs> it's a unicron though. Yeah. I, it's an ugly unicron. They couldn't get me to buy tailspin pops. That's telling me how much I hate the things. <laughs> it's a Haslab Unicron. I can sell that thing for like uh eighteen thousand dollars. You have a spare, like you can see me time. <laughs> yeah, you'll need to with all those cars you have on pre-order. I yeah. was about to say, is that is that how you're paying for all those cars? Did you buy more unicrons than you told us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that's not how gonna be one of those, any of that works. <laughs> this is one of those jumbo pops like the um Optimus Prime Walmart had and clearanced out in record time. Uh was that last year or the year before? Last year, I think, because I, I yeah. have that one. Uh so this should be about 10 inches tall. Oh, then, but then um, he's going to make my Optimus Prime look too big. I'll have to use the small Optimus Prime with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they do like uh, mini Funko Pops, like, you know, a little teeny tiny version? They do. Uh, they actually do keychain ones. So those would be the mini ones. Yeah. So you just need them to do an Optimus Prime in that size, and then you'll get your as close as possible to the scale you want. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they actually did Optimus Prime and a mini keychain one. I think it's on my okay. Amazon yeah, wish list. I just I just look at I look at all these jumbo pops that I see at GameStop and Walmart and so forth. I'm just thinking there are so many better figures that they could that could use that plastic. I mean you can say the same thing about reaction though. Well, Don, yeah. if you're gonna do a if you're gonna do a jumbo pop, why wouldn't you do it of Unicron? That's that's well, I mean, it makes one that sense. Did, one that de- didn't look like crap would be nice. Now, here's the question, though. Um, I noticed the way the mouth is open, you could get a separate pop of just the head as, as it would be orbiting Cybertron. I, I wonder if we're going to get another one like that. Hmm. Rob, don't give them ideas. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they have ideas already. It's it's not my fault. I was thinking, too, they should have done the pop of uh, Unicron Planet Mode. Yeah. Although, then how would they make it look soulless? Hmm very easily i mean so i wanted to go ahead and get this out of the way because diecast is the only one who's going to be excited about this out of our group um there was one other little bit of sdcc exclusive related news that came up uh, let's see i have the information here so knickknack 13 on tfw um posted about going to their local eb games which is uh canada's uh branch of gamestop and they were able to pre-order an SDCC Transformers Generations Pack 1, um, which is probably going to be one of our exclusives, which kind of, we have the receipt image here. Um, this would seem to go along with the idea that the SDCC exclusives are going to be offered the same way as uh, the previous year's ones were, where it's not only going to be at show. They're probably planning still for online distribution of these. Uh, probably because their timetable was still such that they couldn't uh, have everything just to go for the show. Yep. Um, th- what we know right now was planned for SDCC or convention season exclusives this year for Generations was a two-pack of Alpha Trion and Orion packs, which was supposed I'm... to be retools of Studio Series Sweep or Scourge and uh, Studio Cup. Series Cup. 
Yeah, I I was hmm. thinking about that the other day. I wondered if that was something that had just been like canceled quietly or right. I heard about a long time. No, but I mean, you wouldn't really expect to until convention season started to come around um, and the stuff starts getting manufactured and leaked out. Like we'll probably end up seeing some of these turn up next week before too long. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Next week it'll be on Prime vs. Prime. When when did, when is SDCC? Uh, about a month from now. Yeah, Anthony says in the chat, I'm almost certain we're heading to another nine of a thousand pre-orders. Oh please no, and that's that's a non-ETF, not Anthony. Oh sorry. I mean, the, their name might be Anthony for real, but the screen name is a non-ETF. Yeah. I mean, would- I call Rust. And cross rusty at this point, we just you know nickname him Anthony and that'd be fine. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what an ETF thinks about all this when uh, he catches up with the stream. Um, but yeah, so uh, see, Don, you made me lose my train of thought now. Your astro oh, yeah, train of the, thought um, derails. The, the, so like the joke that seems to go along with the Orion packs, um, the Orion packs and Alpha Trion, uh, it seems to be like. Use the uh, pull apart feature to simulate Orion Pax being brutalized by the Decepticons before being rebuilt into Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there is uh, precedence for that from the Encore set where they yeah, use of course. Cup for Orion Pax and Wheelie for Dion. One of the stranger choices in the Encore. That, that was a weird one. Yeah. I'm just excited for an Alpha Trion because I don't really have a decent Alpha Trion at all. So hopefully it comes well, out. Don't you have Titans nice. Return Alpha Trion? He said a decent one, Don. Yeah. yeah it's a good toy. Terrible. It's just not a good representation of Alpha Trion. Yeah, it's I mean, not I what I would like want it, for. I like it as a reimagined interpretation of Alpha Trion. Uh, like, you know, along the same line as the senile old coot from IDW, mm-hmm. which is sort of kind of what it should be taken as. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for G1 cartoon based Alpha Trion, it's not great for that. Um, now it's not like a you know posable toy or anything. I like the Cyberverse action feature Alpha Trion. I actually bought one of those when I found it. I think at Marshalls or Ross or something. Hmm. I don't think I paid full price, but you know, I picked one up when I had the opportunity. Uh, and like, you know, I like the spaceship mode it turns into, and the robot is very static, but it's a good looking representation. Of Alpha Trion, pretty consistent with G1. Hmm. Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings about the concept of this uh, SDCC two pack because, like, I don't really like that Scourge mold that much. Um, the Cup mold I ended up liking more once it came around again in the you know updated Deco from Buzzworthy. Um, hopefully that'll end up looking good as Orion packs also, but like it's still like I'm kind of half and half on the that and and see i like the scourge mold and i don't think i like that cup mold as anything other than cup yeah i'm kind of worried about that too i'm kind of worried they're going to somehow turn that scourge mold into defcon which mm. it's one of those it would work it would yeah, work well enough, but I mean, it's you, not he'd just be defcon with wings but mm-hmm. well yeah i mean the wings gotta go somewhere yeah yeah it's not the first so like uh Don's right to point out in Encore they turned G1 Cup's mold into Orion Pack. They also did it with the Titans Return mold, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. if you recall. There was the like Platinum Edition or adjacent two-pack of that and the War for Cybertron 2010 uh, Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it seems like every time they have a new Cup mold, we're just going to get this. I'm surprised they didn't end up doing that with the uh, 2010 Generations Cup, the uh, 
I mean, what else, what else can you really repaint Cup into? Like, he's pretty unique. Yeah, I mean, so like with that 2010 mold, um, you know, GDO did it as a, a homage to Swerve, basically. Um, a Botcon did it as uh, Gold Plastic Syndrome. Yeah. Electro. Electro, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hoist, I think, too, for Machine yeah. Wars. But I mean, I think that was just as much about having, you know, very limited pickup truck or, you know, small yeah, truck could, mold yeah, that was that was when they were, you know, reimagined versions and it didn't look like G1 Cup specifically. Yeah. But I mean, I think they could use that with with some retooling. I think you could actually get like a Firestar out of that because actual truck mode. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting, actually. Yeah. All right, so moving on, we have um, some pictures from Tokyo Toy Show, which shows a lot of stuff that is coming up, although for us, a lot of this has come out already. So like most of what is on here, um, these came from the Twitter account of uh, 502TF. Um, a lot of this is stuff that we've already seen and some of us actually have, but um, you know, there's a few, few interesting pieces in here so uh we've got some studio series stuff here up through sludge um here's the train bot together the three that have been announced you can kind of see here like they only have one model apparently for uh uh oh what is what is what's the name of the third one yuki kaze yeah thank you they only have one model for that and they have just a printout of the train mode from that from the stock photos and they don't even have the like leg mode on display uh, so, like, that's very obviously just really early in test shot development right now. Uh, you can also see here on the uh, Shoki torso mode, they don't have the riding head on display either. So they probably only have one copy of that to go around right now, too. Um, here's Galvatron and Thundercracker from Studio Series. Uh, and again, a lot of the stuff, they just have pictures of the alt mode because they only have one model to go off of. Uh, so this is some of Legacy, and um, we got Masterpiece, Trailbreaker, and Skyfire up there. Um, off on the side, of course, there is uh, Titan Class, Metroplex, and there's uh, Legacy, Menasaur, Motormaster, and Menasaur mode up there, which it looks like uh, Masterpiece Skyfire is going to be around the same height as that, maybe an inch or so taller. Um, so like everybody was thinking that it was going to be similar to uh commander skyfire jetfire from siege probably was actually on the right track with that i was actually expecting it to be a little bit bigger but these photos seem to suggest otherwise uh, I'm, still, I'm still on the fence about skyfire because I've, I've got phoenix i got two versions of phoenix i've got chronos and i've got the commander class just uh, burn chronos and get <laughs> masterpiece no, but, skyfire. but i mean it's just i just i i, I want to see what kind of engineering they do with this just on how simple it actually is to yeah, get this I'm, price point low. I'm kind of on the fence about Skyfire now too, because I was just I was a pass until I saw that transformation video, and it's just it's so simple. It looks actually fun, <laughs> which is what I was afraid of. So <laughs> I'm on the fence about that one now. The one thing I'm not on the fence about that's in this photos is the Titan class Matroplex. Oh, that is this such will an be easy the, pass. Yeah, that this will be so the easy. first Titan figure that I have not bought since started Titan. But somebody out there is going to be super happy to have it, so more power yeah. to them. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think that's cool that that exists for people who want an update of what was their childhood Transformers 
and I think it I, looks nice from these photos of it on display here, but like, yeah, I have no interest in buying yes. it for myself. But the only I, thing I that hope makes it does well, I hope it does well because yeah. I want more stuff from the Unicron trilogy. I want a tidal wave, so yeah. we need this to do good. Yeah. That's why I was just gonna say, I, I, I don't mind that they did this, but they should have did tidal wave first. Yeah, I, I won't disagree. I can't disagree. I disagree. Oh, there's Dryden's head. Hey, they just had it. They had it by uh, Yuki Kaze instead of on the torso. What the fuck? Oh, just something I pointed out because um, it's kind of tangential related. Tangent related. Uh, BBTS has pre-orders up for Walmart Tigatron, Walmart uh, Scorponok, Target Buzzworthy Four Pack, and Target T Rex. Yeah, I noticed that. The so other day. it's like it's so not the- Target T Rex. It's Takara Tomy T Rex. Well, okay. Well, oh, is it? Yeah. Well, it says Hasbro too. So I, I'm just saying you got two Target exclusive and two Walmart exclusives. I'm wondering if the exclusivity uh, for exclusivity. these characters is running out. I'm very tired. I'm sorry. So maybe at some point we'll see Netflix Soundwave released through these channels. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, once, yeah, once Walmart's period of a hold on that retool elapses i'm sure if it's still financially viable at that time to run that mold again as a voyager they will for whoever wants to take it because like hasbro knows there's a demand and you know they will be documenting that however they do to point any retailers down the line to say you know people still want this you'll make money if you if we make this for you and you sell this on our behalf so, you know, just as soon as that's possible, yeah, I would expect to see that come around again, maybe this way or maybe as, you know, somebody else is exclusive at that point, you know, just it just depends everything looks like time. Yeah. Oh, they also got, they uh, so also got speaking of train bots, which we loosely were a junkie. Oh, BBTS pre-order. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of train bots, as we loosely were, uh, this is from a Baidu message board post. Uh, someone actually has uh, Shoki in hand, and this is probably basically legitimately obtained because apparently the release date for Shoki is the end of this month. Uh, and Baidu, I think, is a Chinese-based uh, platform, so it's very plausible someone in China would have access to retail stock legitimately a few days early. Well, yeah, and uh, they have the plastic packaging, packaging yeah, exactly. so it didn't, it didn't sneak out in someone's pants. Yeah, I mean, the most that would happen is that a shop broke street date for somebody that they know. Yeah. You know, so like there's there's not anything too shady going on with this. Or it's not sold and it's at the shop. Who who knows? I mean. Yeah, I mean, this this could be posted by a shop owner who took a sample home with them. When I worked a lot of a lot of this could go around. But yeah. yeah, when I worked at GameStop, we would be able to, you know open up a game that just came in and play it in the back room before <laughs> it even released. So it's a thing that you can do when, you know, you work at the store. I wonder if that's still true. Uh, it depends. A lot of the titles come in like the day before right, they go right. on sale. At least that's the way they used to do it. So we would get, you know, a half a day with it before it would actually go on sale. Shoki is a kind of big train. Yeah. And that instruction manual looks fairly daunting. Um, yeah, I see at least 29 steps. Mm. Uh, so there's like 
what I'm interpreting to be like in sequence uh, stages of transformation here, like not a complete step by step, but like kind of just shows some of the process going through. Well, remember, there's also you know steps to from train to robot and robot or train to yeah. combiner piece. So there's going to be a lot of steps. Yeah. Uh, so very very helpfully they got a tape measure out and actually got a specific height for Shoki's robot mode. So it's right about seven inches tall. So like Voyagerish size, maybe slightly bigger than average Voyager now, which is just kind of sad on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just look at this and I'm just so worried the thing is just not gonna hold together when it's combined. I don't I don't I'm, buy it. I, I'm looking at this and just being so afraid of all the clear plastic I see all over the place. Mm. Well, me too, but I am buying it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why. So that, that, that'll give me night sweats. But Don, you don't have to worry about it because you're not getting it. I know, I know. And I'm worried about my pe- the people that I care about who chose this. Uh, I, ch- I got the Moon Studios. We um, all know what we've, uh, what we've signed up yeah. for. Yeah. Well, what, also, what fate this- awaits us. This is uh, the last picture in the set, which is a height comparison with a bunch of other masterpiece figures. So Shoki is only slightly taller than Hound in RC. And shorter than Ironhide. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, Ironhide's fairly tall. So, so like, you know, as for how this scales with other masterpieces, like, I would say badly, depending on what you're looking for. But, like, <laughs> like if you wanted to incorporate these train bots into a generations group, like, I think they're still smaller than they should be, but, like, the height difference is at least better for most of the lineup in that regard than it is for other masterpieces. I'm not saying, you know, I would, you know, throw $700 into a masterpiece ride to put with classics, but, you know, if that's the way you want to roll with it, it'll probably work out for you a little better than trying to incorporate it with the general masterpiece lineup. Um yeah, mostly I'm kind of with Don just on how many steps the instructions look, how many like folding parts there are, and how much clear plastic there is. Just it's concerning, and I'm kind of glad that uh, you know from the first thing we actually saw about this, I knew I needed to nope out of it. <clears throat> well, here's the thing: I imported JRX from Japan, <sighs> and that was only three trains, and I had concerns back then. Because it was just three trains and a fair amount of clear plastic. This is six trains. No, six trains is a different combiner. Yeah. Well, so, but (laughs) why are you getting my feet? Don't get my feet. (laughs) So, So, um, me and and Brian and John DeLuna have a friend from IRC, uh, Doug Monocle. Uh, He imported JRX also, and he got just such horrible QC on the paint on the outer panels because those were all th- clear plastic so the windows could be clear and it was yeah, just i think terrible. that was i think that was like a fairly common occurrence too with that set was mm-hmm. bad paint everybody seemed to be really happy when the hasbro versions rolled around and they were all opaque plastic but and, and while toy engineering has increased dramatically since then that was three trains this is double the components with a lot more complexity so i just I don't know. I, I just, I got a bad feeling about this. I still think JRX is quite good, too. Mm-hmm. Like it, JRX it is good. Compared to Combiner, it doesn't compare to Combiner Wars in a lot of ways, but, like, it, it's still a very solid effort for its time period and 
what it's working. The with. individual pieces have some issues, but JRX as a combiner is is really good to this day. Nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, so next up, we have uh, some pictures of, um, for legal purposes, we'll say dubiously obtained uh, Velocitron Road Hauler. It's gorgeous. Uh, I mean, it certainly is a green I must, grapple. I must have it. It's a no. It's a very green grapple, like fluorescent green grapple. It's, it's for those people who don't know to remember. It's Poland chainsaw green. It's, it's green, it, it, gorgeous. It's Constructicon green, mm-hmm. which you know, might I'll even be a tad out. lighter. Well, I mean, remember this, um, the pictures here are screenshots from a video, which has been you know processed in such a way to. Uh, make the white background blow out so the colors aren't going to be 100% accurately represented. Um, but, I mean, we should remember the intent with toys of Road Hauler is Constructicon green. In tune, the individual, quote-unquote, that they called Hauler was just grapple colors, yeah. I think. Uh, so when they, for the e-hobby purposes, they basically retconned him as being uh, related to the Constructicons, but being an Autobot. I think the last of the Constructicons didn't get Robo Smashed or something like that. Yeah. the uh, But the thing is, I think that, I mean, because that's basically Grapple in those colors in the animation. So that's, I guess that would be the first animation error possibly of the whole the, series. I mean, the uh, the vehicle model was off too. And I think it was like a, a slightly more orangish yellow. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could tell that it was supposed to be based on yeah. the, that alternate. It just was not fine-tuned in enough um road hauler does have an alternate face sculpt which is you know screaming because that's you know apparently what we get for alternate face sculpts now you either get uh stoic or screaming Meh, or better, right. dull, better than yeah. dull surprise it's a little bit dull surprise yeah it, it's definitely definitely surprised face but i don't know it's... i don't know from this angle it looks it looks a little bit like screaming in anguish ah. that's what i get out of it anyway I don't but know. What's, the what's the still, colors are amazing, and yeah. I really want it. <laughs> but what still bugs me more about all all the versions of that mold, that panel on the front does not flip, and I keep wanting to oh, make yeah. it flip. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it won't. Uh, that would have that would have added so much more to it <laughs> if that panel had just flipped around, so that way you could just have a clean front. It's so minor, but it's like <laughs> I keep pushing the panel, and nothing happens. <laughs> Uh, so this last picture uh, just shows that Road Hauler does have the retooled shorter pegs from Inferno. Uh, so you don't have to shave anything down or widen any uh, ports on the vehicle mode to keep those from breaking off. Uh, and like, I'm not really surprised that was the case because I, I would imagine those parts of the mold are shared between Inferno and Yeah, that Apple. was like a permanent like change. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't imagine there's like two full separate sets of molds for both versions of the toy. So the change to one would be reflected. And if they ever re-release Grapple again, which they could, they could, um, that would probably have the shorter pegs by default then too. But yeah, this looks good. I won't mind picking this up. I will probably mind paying, you know, $35 or whatever for it. But uh <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when it gets here, I guess. Or I'll wait for clearance, which is kind of what I'm doing with the Beast Wars reissues at this point. Hmm. Actually, since I found out, uh, while Tigatron is still $22.99, Cybershark is $24.99. Oh, wow. And, yeah. Yeah. And even though I don't have the Cybershark mold, it still feels like kind of a tough sell to me at $25. I don't know. 
What does a what does a loose complete original one go for? I don't actually know. Judging never, at the rate they go on clearance, I'd say they're a pretty tough sell for everybody. Yeah. Well, Beast Wars <laughs> Megatron was just on clearance for like twelve dollars. Uh, to steal for something. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I ordered another one because <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I don't blame you. It, yeah, if you see either of the Beast Wars leader figures for like under 20 bucks it's it's worth having for sure it, it was funny because he was like 12 bucks and i think uh rat trap was 1250 <laughs> i'm like i'm paying more for rat trap than i am for beast wars megatron but oh, that's amazing <laughs> I, I never i don't think i ever picked up a rat trap uh so i got him as well yeah i think i ordered rat trap when it was about 12 dollars too during one of the previous clearance cycles I really should get a spare rat trap just to have. But. Yeah, I mean, you have a good working condition original, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although you know, it, it, it's still interesting to get this one because they like completely remade it from scratch. Like they re, re, rebuilt or what they re, they, it's a new mold. Like everything oh, wow. is different. Yeah, I may have to do that. Yeah. If you can get, if you can get cheap on clearance, it's an interesting novelty for that purpose part of me hopes we'll get a selects rat trap as rc that whole you know my great aunt rc line just to, and i see i've seen fan art and digi bashes of that it's like that'd be kind of neat i would more hope if they would do something like that they would uh you know make the botcon version instead of the uh you know reissue mold yeah well i i can't with them with them doing tarantulas and black arachnia I can't see them not making at some point a selects RC with a spider mode. Maybe it's just completely the wrong toy. So, all right, moving on. Uh, we also have in the realm of dubious acquisitions, uh, the first pictures of uh, legacy Minerva. Looks uh, good. The mild retool of Alita one. Uh, and by mild retool, I think just the head is different on it. Uh, there's some the that's the way it looks. And the paint. Well, yes, yes, diecast. The colors and, are different. Yeah, Thank you. She comes with the the light bar to plug on top instead of the Alita right. head thing. But we knew that was uh, the case. Yes, the car also gets a new head, essentially. <laughs> As it should. Oh, what's interesting about this, too, Alita has both guns in clear plastic, and Minerva seems to have one clear and one painted over black. Huh. Uh, we've actually seen two separate samples of this um as of recording time and both are consistent in that hmm. um so i mean i think the clear is probably to keep up the energon gimmick in the weapons and then the opaque is just like have a normal looking gun too just because we had some extra paint lying around why why is the gun colorless clear plastic when the car windshield is blue ah but the clear plastic on the toy is colorless they have painted the canopy over in transparent blue paint Oh, wow. Um, let me see. It's in one of the other angles, I think. One of these pictures, here's the side-by-side with Alita. Uh, and you can see, like, besides differences in where the paint is applied to accentuate the shapes differently, the molding seems to all be identical except for the head and the light bar. In one of the pictures I saw, you could see the uh, backpack. It's this one. Let me get that bigger. Um, I don't think my cursor is going to show up, but just behind uh the red shoulder block you can see a hinge there that's in colorless clear plastic uh so all hmm. the 
clear plastic on here is colorless, and then they just uh, tinted the canopy to be blue. Now, you know why they went that way instead of just making that a clear blue uh, part tree and letting the gun be clear blue? Who knows? Uh, Hasbro gonna Hasbro. Uh, but this also gives a good view of the uh, head. It's not a headmaster, obviously. Uh, we weren't expecting not, it to the be. Not set up. Yeah, the yeah. mold's not set up to easily retool into that, as far as we can tell. Which, like, I can understand some people being disappointed in that. But, you know, post-Master Force, Minerva wasn't the headmaster anymore anyway. Hmm. So, you know. If only Hasbro had done an entire, you know, year and a half worth of toys where, that was just all headmasters, where they get all those characters out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, is this still rumored to be the Walgreens exclusive? It is. It is the Walgreens exclusive. Yes. Um, now, bear in mind, this will come out in Asia and probably Canada well before Walgreens gets around to offering it online. I still don't think anybody's ever reported Red Alert showing up in a store. Um, so, you know, if you don't want to be waiting till the end of the year to try to get this off the Walgreens website, you know, look for your uh, local. Uh, retail your local uh, toy retailers that get stuff from the Southeast Asia pool here mm. and there. That's how I got Red Alert last year. I'm planning to try to do the same thing with Minerva this year, just because I don't want to mess around with the whole Walgreens thing. I might need y'all's help picking one up because my Walgreens have still not put anything new out for months. I, it, I mean, it kind of seems like they're they've gone to an online only for these exclusive toys. That's the way it seems to me anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they just um, had a new uh stormtrooper uh in in Wal in Walgreens. So mm. they're still doing the in-store thing. Um I I I can't recall if I ever saw a red red alert. I probably never looked because I think I got mine off of uh Walgreens.com or something. I yeah, I think I think for like the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, there's still like on the shelf support for that. I don't think the Transformers stuff did all that well in general. Not the exclusives necessarily. Uh, just, you know, the general Transformers offerings didn't do all that well for them. They probably deprioritized that for shelf space in the physical location. Makes sense. Uh, also, you know, we found out sometime back uh, that the toy buyer that was responsible for basically developing this relationship with Hasbro in the first place had moved on. And, you know, whoever replaced them might have different priorities for what goes into the that toy aisle in Walgreens. So, yes. Yeah. And Star Wars and Marvel are both much larger properties than Transformers. Yeah. So I mean yeah. there's there's a lot of factors that could be at play here. Um, you know, at least this is still an avenue for this stuff to get developed, even if we have to look for alternate ways to get hold of these than getting them from Walgreens. Uh and you know, if you're willing to pay a little bit of extra to get it months early, there's nothing wrong with getting imported Southeast Asia stock. Yeah, because uh, if Minerva was, was something, you that, know, if, if Minerva was something that had to be slotted into a retail assortment, it would never happen. Exa- yeah, I don't. I, well, I mean, it could. We've had weirder things turn up in retail assortments, but it is very unlikely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it would end up going somewhere, but just having the you know one extra space that they can fill with something. I'm still happy with even if it ends up being an online only thing. Um, speaking of additional product slots, because that's as good a segue as any, I don't have any pictures to run with this one because uh, it's just you know blocks of text. Uh, we have uh, UPC sequences for the next three Beast Wars reissues. 
Um, so that's going to include Deluxe K9, which is the uh, retool of Wolfang, uh, and Basics Pterosaur and Iguanas. Hmm. Uh, we don't have prices on K9 and Iguanas, but Pterosaur's listing comes with a price in Walmart system of twenty four ninety seven. So yeah, just like the previous uh, waves, probably the Basics and the Deluxe's wound up at the same price point. Uh huh. Yeah. Either that or either that or K9 is going to be a dollar or so more expensive. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I haven't done the research to see what like good condition loose examples of the original releases of Pterosaur and Iguanas go for now. So I'm not sure if that $25 is a bargain or not. But like at the same time, like factory fresh, easy as walking into your store and getting them like there's probably some value to that depending on, you know, your at the least. I want to. At the least, it's good, I think, to see that these are continuing, even if the price point has gotten to a point where it's kind of putting me off the concept now. Yeah. I'm really surprised they're continuing because the like pretty much every wave has been, you know, close to clearance or at clearance levels at one point or the other. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of shocked. Rob, you what do you say? Well, um, well, I'll, I'll start with the thing I was going to say, and then I'll start with the other thing that I just thought of, yeah. uh, which is, uh, I think I actually about 25 bucks is about what I paid for my loose, uh, terror like 10, 12 years ago. So that's probably not a bad price for a, yeah, uh, probably, it's probably gone up from there. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably a pretty good price. It's probably worth picking up. The other thing I was going to say is I, you know, I think, you know, Rise of the Beasts got pushed back because of the pandemic, right? Uh, among other things, probably, yeah. Yeah, so what do you think the odds are that these Beast Wars assortments were all pre-purchased a long time ago if, with the assumption that there would be a movie tie-in to help move them? That's an interesting thought, actually. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, knowing how far in advance this stuff happens, I mm-hmm. just kind of, kind of getting that feeling. And you know, to diecast point, that's why we're still seeing these come through because the agreements were reached well before Walmart knew, oh, we're having to clearance these out kind of hardcore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like we've heard that there's going to be um, black arachnia and I think tarantulas reissues, but I would imagine past that we shouldn't expect too much more out of this because um, that, that probably would. Uh, line up with the end of what the original agreements were yeah and honestly walmart being walmart they could just be like no we changed our minds we're not going to take those last ones and then we'll see them end up uh either like through entertainment earth and big bed toy store or worst case scenario ross and marshall's yep. yeah maybe five below for super lucky we're not that lucky anymore rob i think we're priced <laughs> out of five below now even for for discount yeah probably well remember five a lot of five belows have that above $5 section that they can still work them into that if they wanted to. They haven't done it with toys yet, but it doesn't mean they can't. Right. Yeah. So um, Rob made a good point that kind of segues into the last news item because I hadn't thought of that connection before, but it kind of makes sense for um, Beast Wars Monopoly, which I'll get set up here in just a second. I got distracted by that good, uh, good line of conversation. So this uh, popped up on an Australian retail website, but you know one presumes it will be available uh, globally. Uh, so we have official Beast Wars Monopoly coming from Hasbro Gaming. 
So it seems to be one of those uh, premium sets because the uh, Australian price is like Australian $85, $90, which the store's conversion tool puts at about $64. So I would assume, you know, a $50, $60 price point when it is released uh, to the U.S. directly. Uh, We don't have like a super good picture of the game board, but we have, you know, some sense of it there's a little golden disc token uh some energon cubes some other little purple things i can't quite make out what they are um there are little uh stasis pod tokens though which i think is kind of neat and then of course uh character uh pieces in robot and beast mode which is a nice touch Uh, a lot of the spaces are taken from screenshots from the show so like this is not like a half-assed uh project like Somebody put some time and thought into this. Um, I don't know that I would spend 50 plus on a Monopoly board, especially since I don't have uh, anybody to play Monopoly with because, you know, I don't have anybody around that I want to murder right now. <laughs> um, but, like, I kind of appreciate this exists. It's kind of cool. It's not our first uh, Transformers Monopoly either. There's been uh, various sorts over the years, like going all the way back to, I think there was Transformers Armada tie in Monopoly. Oh well. Wow. Once upon a time, or maybe that was Risk. There was some. There was some boards adapt like Armada characters and design work. But yeah, um, it, it struck me as odd that we'd get a Beast Wars Monopoly. But yeah, your connection with the movie kind of like brings it into focus. If this year's Beast Wars uh, push is just to take advantage of that. I think it's the only thing that makes sense. And it again, really kind of is, yeah, yeah. And again, I would rather to land in rise the beast so monopoly. Um, like, why not? Why? Why reissue? Maybe it was cheaper for him, but I. If you're going to do a monopoly, do a rise of the beast monopoly. I it's imagine, entirely possible they could they could have uh, done both, and this is the one they can actually release right now. <laughs> yeah, or you know, this is related enough to the concepts of rise of the beast um but it's also something that has a nostalgia grab mm-hmm. which you know you would want that for your expensive board game variant i mean if whereas if you push out one for the movie and you know nobody cares about uh movie tie-in merchandise which is certainly not unprecedented with the transformers movies you mm-hmm. just flushed a lot of money yeah it's i and you know thinking about it since the lead time on a lot of stuff does seem to be about two years. If they got moving on the stuff about when the pandemic started, they, part of the part of the like sales push to, uh, to Hasbro's licensees could be even if the movie gets pushed back, this can still go to market on on schedule. Yeah, I wonder if a board game has that much of a production lead time. That's a good question. I I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Me either. That's that's a little bit outside of my experience, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's not supposed to be a black screen. Damn you, OBS. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm done showing stuff off. That was our last news item. Uh, so let's move into what we got this week. Um, Don, uh, why don't you go first with what you might have gotten for your birthday or what have you? Well, um, I went down to Greensboro. Uh, to see my, see my friend Fred, and we hit a couple of places, uh, Selfish Comics and Winston, uh, things like that. That's where I saw that uh, $450 Visionaries Dagger Assault. 
Do not buy that, obviously. Uh, but got a, got a couple of things, bought a, mostly for myself. Um, my fiance got me uh, ribs last night for my birthday. Got me a big old mm-hmm. plate of ribs from a local place that was very good. Nice. Um, merchandise wise, I picked up from Walmart one of the last miraculous sets I need. Uh, the mission accomplished set. Retail price is thirty four. It was online at twenty, so I went ahead and picked that up to complete most of everything I need. Uh, when I was at that Walmart, I also picked up something I wasn't expecting to see. Uh, previously on X Men, <laughs> I got oh, nice. the uh, I got the Rogue bust, which I had not seen anywhere below seventy dollars for the small bust, and I got this for basically right right at forty. So. I, and I'm hoping to get the gambit when it comes out. I'm not buying all the X-Men bus because there's a Cyclops bus. It runs about 60 and I'm not getting it, but it's, it's in the nineties X-Men motif. Um, Stop by uh, Acme comics. Talked to my friend Jermaine for a few minutes. He had a couple of the Thundercats ultimates there on the shelf. And I decided to go ahead and pick up link. So because it I've read, I've seen he's kind of limited on as an action figure. But I really want the I've got the Pumara and I really want Bengali when he comes out. And this is kind of like you know how they always say on Transformers, they always do trios. This is the trio you kind of think of near the end of Thundercats, Linkso, Pumara, and Bengali. So I decided to pick him up because I got him for basically retail without paying shipping or stuff like that. Uh, went to Ed McKay's in Winston and picked up one of the other figures I've been looking for at Walgreens that I never saw. Maximilian from the Black Hole. Oh, neat. So I now have Maximilian and Vincent. So I have uh, two of the robots. I never I never did pick up the uh, Vincent and old Bob set because they're both scaled down, so they don't really quite fit the motif. I'm not paying $45 for it either right now. So, so I got that. Uh, I believe it was thanks to Preternia on Twitter. He pointed out all those cheap Walmart things. I decided to get the the Siege uh, box set because it was $15 that had the Siege Megatron and the purple. Oh, that's, the, um, that's the Kingdom one, I think. Oh, sorry. The the, one. Yeah, the Kingdom, the, the blind box, whatever it was, that has that Megatron and that purple fossilizer. Tracks. Yeah, thank you. I figured for 15 bucks, I mean, it's kind of a neat looking dinosaur. And the Megatron, I can always probably sell later if I wanted to. And the last thing I got, and I'm going to let Diecast talk more about this because I haven't had a chance to open it, but I got Fans Toys Trailbreaker. Hmm. So I haven't had a chance to tear into them yet. The Diecast, have you opened yours? And mess- You've opened yours, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll let you go <laughs> in more. I'll, I'll let you go. I just haven't had a chance to sit down with it because it came Tuesday, and I just did not really have it in me to tear into it. I was really tired that day. So, But that, that's that's what I got this week. But we'll come back around to that shortly. In the meantime, uh, our our next birthday boy, Rob, uh, what what do you have this week? I got quite a bit uh, this week. A lot of people uh, have sent me stuff off of my uh, tfradio.net slash playlist Amazon wishlist, and I'm really grateful for it. Uh, First off, from you, I got uh, Gundam The Origin Volume 10, and thank you very much for that. uh, Angel actually followed up with volumes 11 and 12, so I now have the whole thing. Nice. Yes, yeah, so uh, always nice to complete a, uh, complete a series. Uh, also, uh, Kevin from History on the Five sent me the first volume of 
uh, Queen Emeraldus. So I've got just about all of uh, Leiji Matsumoto's instrument panels that are currently in print. <laughs> I mean, dude was just good at instrument panels. The comics aren't bad either, but just I don't know why that's just like uh, his specialty, but he just really does some good backgrounds. It's It's kind of amazing. <laughs> Um, but, uh, there, there's an interview, I think in the back of one of the volumes of Queen Emeraldus, where he talked about how little ink cost when he was coming up as a manga artist. And <laughs> when you look at those backgrounds, yeah, you, yeah, you get that. Yeah. Ink was cheap. That, that kind of explains the whole deal. But, uh, also from my brother, I got the last two, uh, wave one Gundam infinity figures. So when I unpack those, I'll be able to put the Zaku together and see how that is. And are you gonna get? Are you gonna get that the uh, the a straight gold frame with the random one gold Zaku arm to uh, just be weird? I actually got the gold frame a while back because I found huh. it on sale. So also, I I have also not unpacked that yet, but I do have it. <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, one of my uh, uh friends from uh, the Gundam Battle Operation side of things, uh, Aki. Uh, was looking to uh, get rid of a Master Grade Rick DS and uh, uh, passed it along to me, unbuilt at the at uh, lower than the uh, current going rate on the secondary market because hmm. secondary market one that's pretty killer at the moment. So I really appreciate that. And he uh, even threw in a one one hundred scale action base to put under it. So ooh, yeah. So that was really nice and. My memory is not great lately, but I think that's everything I've gotten this week. Pretty good haul. Happy birthday. Thank you. Hey, Chris, one thing I forgot to mention I did get, uh, which may be a special important, a special interest to you, is when I was hanging with my friend Fred, he was able to rummage through some of his storage stuff, and he found my found the display stand for my Defiant. So now I can, uh, have, I can, now, I can now have my Defiant displayed uh, oh, cool. you know, on the stand. So I forgot. I, I did get that from him as well. Very nice. Uh, Matt, do you have anything for us this week? Uh, just one thing. It came in the mail today. I got my Marvel Legends Ragnarok Ooh. from Don's very favorite comic story of all time, Civil War. <laughs> so I have my uh, sociopath cyborg murder Thor now. It's how, how, how does the spinning hammer piece look? Does it look decent like he's... Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, nice. I looked at it in it... package, but Oh, it actually spins. I <laughs> oh, didn't realize that. Is that. Great. I thought it was just, I thought you just stuck it and it made it look like it was. I mean, if, if one, like we talked about last week, if, if one of his, if his regular, regular head had non bred eyes, it would make for a perfect classic Thor. I just, well, I mean, it's just off the 80th anniversary Thor. They just put new heads and gave him a, a robot hand. I do wish it came up with a smashed up fake Mjolnir, but, but uh, props to the dude who, whoever sculpted. The freaking uh, the and chant, I'll, the chant on every hammer. Yeah, oh, wow. you know, I, I know it, that's just kind of like a really nice touch. Yeah the the only thing that gets me is they like on either head they did not paint the wings on the helmet. I don't huh. know why, but they're huh. like beige on his silver helmet. Weird, but this will look fantastic once I get a U.S. agent to stand it next to. I, I love my crappy characters. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, morally, welcome, morally welcome ambiguous event, morally ambiguous adventures. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, diecast. What do you have? Oh, as Don ruined, I have uh, <laughs> Outrider. 
which he is absolutely I didn't ruin. Awesome. I segued into that for you. Yeah, uh, it was a teaser. I ruined it. I already got the uh, you know the uh, symbol on his chest, and uh, you know, contrary to some people, um, my head does not keep popping up, so it's actually where it's supposed to be. Um, really nice figure. Really impressed with it. Um, I just. I can't even see how it's a car is going to beat this. It's just so nice. Uh, the only thing that's weird is the mirrors uh, are kind of on the back of the arms right here, but they actually do have a hinge and they can swing in, but there's no way to swing them in to hide them in transformation. So even though they have that option to swing in, there's really no need for them to do that. Well, that's I'm weird. I yeah. watched a video comparison of all the Trailbreakers up to date, including the pictures for the Takara one. And the person said, brought up a very good point. The Takara one looks like they made it with hoist built in, which is why the chest kind of just sits all wrong for Trailbreaker. And once that was pointed out, it's like, yeah, they're, they're finding that happy ground between Trailbreaker and hoist. Which we knew that was going to happen once one comes out, the other one's going to come out. But it just really makes Trailbreaker look wrong. And then I got Ironhide and RC uh, from, from Studio Series. Studio Bumblebee. Series Bumblebee. Yeah. And uh, I had to fight with Target to actually sell me, <laughs> uh, sell me Ironhide. Ratchet Ironhide, Ironhide. because. Uh, <laughs> Because it, it wasn't scanning, and I told I gave them the UPC of RC after I got escalated to a manager. I gave him the UPC RC or the DPCI, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we have we have that one." And I was like, "Well, it's not on the shelf, but it comes in the box with Ironhide." And uh, they he was like, "Oh, I'll go take a look." And he went to the back, and it had they had a box with one RC and two more iron hides. So I, I was like, yeah, I'll take the RC too. So apparently he was able to ring up RC and then he just had to ring up iron hide as RC uh, because their system is sharing the DPCI for these two, but iron hide won't ring up. Yeah. So the, the so the DPCI should be for the whole assortment. Yeah. So that part's normal. And it just seems like they've got like all the, like, they scanned in RC's UPC, which is specific to RC, and then didn't bother scanning in any of the other ones. Exactly. Yeah. And also Wheeljack, because I, I, when I picked up mine, was from a master case, and there's a Wheeljack in, in that assortment. So uh, maybe if you can use Wheeljack and you're talking to somebody at Target and you don't have the number, you know, you might can use Wheeljack to try to narrow it down some. But, uh, Coordination, Starscream, and Sludge have different DCPIs, but are cross-referencing because you know mine got in, you know, six Starscreams, and I got the notification that Sludge was in stock. Mm -hmm. So, and like Don, I also went in on the uh, Walmart sale. Uh, I got the purple Paleotrex and the Megatron. Uh, this Megatron is honestly probably the nicest painted Megatron out of all of them, except for you know, like G2. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, I like that he has the matrix strapped onto his chest and stuff like that. So I, I think, you know, for 1699, which is what the set was going for. It was, it was totally worth it to get, uh, you know, a 
a deluxe end of Voyager. I was really tempted when I saw that, but like I decided I just cannot abide bringing another one of those into the house. <laughs> Too many of those Megatrons. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I know when I go through this mess, I'm going to be like, oh, here's a Megatron. Oh, here's another Megatron. <laughs> Um, well, you know, technically, if you've got the shattered glass Megatron, you also kind of have that mold, right? So yeah, there's another one. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I also got the Beast Wars Megatron, uh, which was on sale for like twelve bucks, and Rat Trap, which was on sale for like twelve fifty. Uh, and I think that's actually it's actually all I can remember. <laughs> so there might be something else, but that's all I can remember. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Well, as for me this week, I got nothing. So uh, <laughs> that'll, that'll do it for that. Um, so, of course, um, if you'd like to help the show out, you can use our uh, Amazon affiliate link at tfradio.net slash Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime Days are coming up um, like the first week of July, I think. They sent me an email Second, earlier. Second. Uh, it's like the 12th and 13th, I believe. Um. Yeah, it's it's in my email somewhere, but it sounds right. So yeah, we'll we'll go with the second week of July. Um, like obviously once that bring up and let you not know that it's happening. So if you go in for any uh say Amazon prize, um you know, take a moment to remember our affiliate link and uh you know help throw a little revenue back our way because everything you buy once you go through tfradio.net slash amazon then for the next day or so we'll uh send a little bit of referral feedback to us and that is a lot of uh help in keeping operations going here because as brian rightly points out regularly uh doing this is not at all cheap no um and of course our favorite way that you can help us out is by becoming a patron because that's the way that you can help out and we can give you things back for helping us, uh, including exclusive content or early content. Um, one of our favorites is History on the Fives, the podcast Rob does with his assortment of regulars. Um, and Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit about History on the Fives since that's your show? Okay. Uh, History on the Fives is the uh, podcast where uh, our touch to your patrons and I go back to Transformers history in five-year jumps and uh, take a look at everything that happened uh, along the course of a week. I would say this week, but that is only true when, before we took off a bunch of weeks for various you know, medical problems <laughs> and what have you. We just did like the last week of May, the first week of June last night. So yeah, there's a little bit of a delay there at this point, but uh <laughs> It's a fun time, and uh, la- uh, last night we had Diecast with us. Thank you for uh, coming on. It was it was fun to have you. Ah, oh, thank you for having me. It's always Anytime. a good time with those guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're a good group. And uh, yeah, if you want to hear that before it makes the uh, public feed, you can become a patron. And if you want to be on there, that's what Touch Tier is for. And just get in touch with Brian; he will let you know, you know, what uh, the kind of uh, audio he recommends to. Uh, get on there with us yeah i mean that that's a big draw right there for the touch tier is that you can be on one of our podcasts like that uh and i've been on history on the fives once or twice and it it's pretty entertaining just to be part of uh so i would definitely recommend anybody who's interested to you know take up that opportunity if it's available to them 
if you want to become a patron at any tier, we appreciate everybody who uh, helps us out that way. Uh, go to patreon.com slash tfradio or tfradio.net slash patreon. It both goes to the same place. It's just whichever one's easier for you to remember. Uh, but of course, uh, at this time, every show, uh, we'd like to thank our patrons at the Touch tier because this is one of their other perks uh, to get a shout out every week on the show. So thank you so much to Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones. I'm legally obligated to thank Nest. Also, Daryl, mm-hmm. Rye, and Hamilton, Owen Lutia, Sean Bratton, Tyrell Gwynn, Rick McCrick, Blake Reynolds, Vegemite Mike, Jason Tate, Eric Griffin, Sabertron Toys, or Angel Investortron, and Sean I. Williamson. Thank you all so much for being our touch patrons. And thanks to all of you who have uh, signed up for our Patreon and helped to keep us doing the thing that we love to do and that you love to have us do for you. Um, Brian Kilby, of course, is not here this week. You can find him on Twitter at bkilby. Uh, he also is, you know, primarily the one posting non-automated stuff to at TF Radio on Twitter. Uh, he's also, you know, lurking around the Discord, also uh, tfradio.net/discord. But you should, you should join. Uh, we've got a great Discord community, and it's the main way to talk to us live during the show every week. Um, I also lurk in there, and well, I lurk most of the time, but I'm also active when i choose to be i'm sneaky that way hmm. uh to find him uh and the things he does at briankilby.com which i don't know what or if he does anything over there except for the yearly christmas albums but you know there's always something percolating uh also not with us uh on a regular basis unfortunately uh that john d john deluna um he's he's uh stepped back from the podcasting life to have more of a family life and uh you know I, I fully support that decision. Those are good priorities to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Rob Springer is not with us on a regular basis anymore, but we love Rob Springer, and we will never let we will never forget him. We will never let anybody else forget that he is one of the family here. So you can find him at Robo Rob Springer on Twitter, and you can find uh, his writings and his podcasting at zonebase.org. Um, again, I'm uh, mostly found in our Discord at this point, uh, so just uh, head in there and you can, you know, direct the message at me if you want to get my attention if I'm not around at the time. Um, other than that, if you want to catch up with my uh, toy photography work, uh, that's at playwithphotography.com. Uh, if you want to throw some support my way for the work I do, patreon.com slash playwithphotos. Or if you just want to send things at me randomly, uh, I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist, which uh, is an affiliate link for RFC. So anything you send me will also benefit the show a little bit. Uh, Diecast, why don't you do yours next? Okay. My birthday is actually one month from today. Ooh. My mom actually thought, I'm getting worried about my mom. She actually thought my birthday was today. Oops. Um, Which is the first time that's ever happened. So I was like, oh my. I got to talk to my sister about that, (laughs) but uh, yeah, one month uh, till my birthday, exactly from today's date of recording. Uh, You can find my wish list at tfradio.net slash diecast list. You can see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews or youtube.com slash RFC reviews. You can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. That's where I am the most active, definitely. Uh, and you can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. Don. 
Well, um, I can be found on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. And also, for those who may not know, I am getting married in October to a wonderful woman. Congratulations. Who has, who has the patience of a saint. <laughs> and uh, we are gonna be going on, we're going to be going on a cruise. Uh, and we have set up uh, a link at tfradio.net slash honeymoon uh, that we have a few uh, op- gifting options out there that if you're in a position to help, and would like to help us experience a few things on the on board that we couldn't do ourselves. Uh, there are a few links there for gifts and such if you're in a position to help and would like to. And again, as I always like to thank everybody, what are you doing on my feet? Stop it. Don would like to thank everybody for getting on his feet for uh, unknown reasons. No, sorry, uh, Hank is biting my toes. Uh, uh, I uh, for thank for those who haven't been around the last few weeks, Hank is Don's new kitten, not... Uh, not a new member of the family as such. Yeah. Just, just because but, um, out of context, Don, that's kind of concerning. Yes, that's very <laughs> true. That's very true. Uh, two month old Sami, Sami's kitten should tell you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you to everybody that's, that's contributed to the honeymoon, uh, honeymoon uh, thing of my Bob. Uh, <laughs> really appreciate it. Thank you much. That kitten really ruined Don's flow there. I'm tired. okay um i can be found on twitter at rob flails which is the uh official twitter account for flail throughs which is my uh gaming channel on youtube mostly right now it's gundam battle operation 2 which is still updating weekly uh this last week was the uh sturm gallus or you know shows from gallus in the official translation yeah which uh is I wish I'd gotten it. It is a fascinating, punchy mobile suit with almost no boost, just enough to dodge, but not enough to do anything with. Um, my only so, re- so they gave you a punching mobile suit, but not the speed to actually get up on anything and punch it before you get shot. Oh, it walks really fast. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, there, there's a video out there of it backpedaling just uh, faster than other things can walk. It's it's pretty great. Okay, but. Uh, uh, apparently in Gundam Unicorn, the, the uh, Gallus uh, basically used a couple of magnetic anchors to go from ship to ship and punch things. But uh, unfortunately in the game, those anchors work more like heat rods. So they they stunt, they cause heavy stagger. They don't actually like let you pull things to you or let you pull yourself to other things. That's that's kind of a shame. But otherwise, it looks like it's uh, you know fun. And I just unique and i, I want to try that out when i can mm-hmm. but uh if you like uh if you like gundam battle operation 2 or gundam gaming in general check out youtube.com slash uh i do intend to get back to other games eventually when i have two arms and uh you know if you like what i'm doing over there patreon.com slash you can give me money for it or if you'd rather just send me something uh i don't care if it gets here after my uh birthday so you know, technically neither should you, tfradio.net slash claylist. Although your wish list is getting a little sparse, you might want to throw some new stuff on there. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll do us for RFC this week. Thank you all for being here. Uh, Brian will probably be back with us next week, and we'll have a slightly more normal show, although I'm looking at the time right now, and we're, like, not even running over somehow. I don't know how that possibly happened. And we didn't have any major technical issues. Uh, Rob's computer dropped his microphone for a few minutes, but like 
if that's the worst thing that happened tonight and you know i just realized also matt you're still here i know it's weird right (laughs) (laughs) the night the storms roll through is the first night in like three weeks that you haven't just randomly dropped off the call yes i can hear the rain pounding on my tin roof and (laughs) yet here i still am i can't explain it Uh, metal roof life i know it well wonderful good night everybody we'll see you next week take Take care care. this has been radio free cybertron visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast follow us on twitter at tfradio for news and updates watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live join our facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.